0: Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Gwen Reyes.
1: And I'm Danielle Jackson Dresser. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to.
0: This week, we're joined by our friend entertainment critic, Susan Kamyam, and chat about spring and summer media we're looking forward to over the next few
1: months. We also go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort lately. Yay! Awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, I have to tell everybody right off the bat that it was um, really hard getting started this morning because we were so excited about chatting with our special guest, Susan. We're so glad to have you back. Our first return guest. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, I'm yeah. the first yeah. return. I think oh
2: my so. gosh. Well,
0: thank mm-hmm. you for having me again. <laughs> of
1: course. Yeah. So yeah, we always start off every episode with like, we called our vibe check. So Susan, how have things been going for you well I mean we haven't spoken to you on the podcast in over a year but how are things going currently for you right now <laughs> Yeah
2: it's going well it's going um pretty good just uh working quite a bit um I think um, I've been pretty busy at the station I work at joined a few <laughs> more associations um, so, saw like 500 more movies I'm sure <laughs> Oh so many movies yeah it's been a, it's been a very because the Oscars just happened, which is yeah. like I have to say, my Super Bowl. So <laughs> I, and it's fun because like I'm sure this is how people feel after football season's over. <laughs> and so like this is like now it's like okay, let's start. So where like and it's just funny how it immediately clicks. I'm like okay, now that it's done, yeah. what's the contenders now? <laughs> like yeah. I'm keeping
0: my eye out for all the contenders already. Just like <laughs>
2: I love it. I love. Yeah. I
0: love. Do you ever miss like when it's not award season?
2: Like, um, I I mean, I guess now it's officially not award season once it's done. Uh, I kind of get a little sad like once the Oscars are done because I'm like, oh, we have to start over, but I guess I get excited. Um, I, I do like it though, because I need a break. Because once October rolls around, we get all these screeners, and there's so much to watch. And mm-hmm. It's very overwhelming.
1: Yeah. So,
2: and then to a point where like, there's a difference between watching a movie for just pure joy and fun, and versus having to watch it and having to decide what you're going to vote for or mm-hmm. think about the award season. So, yeah, it's like I, it's bittersweet. And I like both, but right now, I guess I am enjoying the break. Because I yeah. can actually just enjoy film from just a fan point of view
0: than as mm-hmm. a critic. Do you ever spend time catching up on the movies that you missed? Or do you're like, nope, New Year, got to keep moving forward?
2: Uh, no, I'll, I'll catch up on I always make a list uh, on my phone if there's a movie that I missed. Um, and, you know, things will pop up on streaming. I'll be like, oh, I didn't see that yet. Like, it took me forever to finally see Violent Night. Like, that was just a random movie that I wanted to see. But I didn't go to the screening. And I saw it popped up on one of the streaming. And I was like, great.
0: I'll watch it now. What about you? Uh What about you, Danielle? What have you been up to? This
1: yeah. Is how you so yeah, at the time of recording, it is a week out from oh, both my birthday and spring break, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we are like ready for a break. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just, it is time. My eight year old daughter, I think is really like, like getting into like, oh, I don't have to go to school, you know, like, and it's yeah. exciting that she doesn't have to mm-hmm. go to school. Even though she's, she's a total nerd. She loves school. Um, <laughs> Just like her mother. We're kind of like counting down the days, getting some time off and just like relaxing <laughs> and having a good time. So what about you, Gwen? What's going oh, on with you?
0: Man, I think the constant conversation that we have this time of year is, am I moving? Are we, where are we <laughs> moving to? Um, Yeah, we. Cliff and I are still on the hunt for our next location, either if it's going to be renewing our apartment that we're currently in or finding a bigger unit. If one pops up, we're watching the market. Um, They are very expensive around us. But you're Uh, you're staying in Seattle, right? We're staying in Seattle. Yeah, we're just trying to, we are looking for a house. Like right now we live in an apartment. We're looking for a house because Mm -hmm. um, we need a little bit more space for Aria to be able to run around and Zoom and she mm-hmm. like need, just have a backyard for her it was easier yeah. Ronan when he was older because he could just go out for his walks and he's totally <laughs> perfectly content just standing on the couch and hanging yeah. out but aria needs a little mm-hmm. bit more than that um so we looked at a few houses we've had a lot of um stressful times with leasing agents and property managers mm-hmm. all the way to getting approved for a house to then be told oh no, I'm sorry. You didn't, you didn't know about these things that they didn't tell us about when we first applied. Uh, so just a lot of jerking around yeah. and doing the thing that really irks me, which is making it hard for me to give somebody my money. I'm like, don't you <laughs> yeah. want my money? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but it's going to be okay. Our house is out there. We yeah. are, it's not yeah. like it was when we moved to Seattle the first time where we really didn't have, we didn't know where we were going to live. We just came and, and spent two weeks looking for an apartment. We are, Fine, but it's just yeah. the uncertainty and like work is getting stressful and busy. So it's hitting right at the right time. We'll be moving and I'll be doing like three huge events. So I'm like, it's all fine. It's I'm that, I'm that dog sitting in the burning fire. Yeah, Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> Just smiling and drinking lots of coffee, but I'm yeah. totally cool. <laughs> but, you know, it's a good time to be achieving things because, yeah. you know, you still have to push through even when you want to just sleep all the time. Uh, Danielle, what has been one um, achievement that you've had recently?
1: So, this is like a spoiler for my goal. And I've been talking about this a lot, like since the beginning of this year on the podcast, but I've been working on this new work in progress and I just crossed writing 80,000 words on it. Yeah. So oh, like I think when in what in January, Gwen was I uh-huh. I was only at like I was below 20,000 words. So yeah. I just like buckled down and have written the thing. <laughs> some You're of like- it so, some of it is readable. Some <laughs> of it probably is not. Um, we will deal with that when we deal with it. But yeah, oh. that is like my big my big goal. hopefully hopefully, kind of before the end of next week, I will be very close to like finishing this first draft. We'll see. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. That's where we're at. Yeah, thank you. I love that's it. awesome. That is so yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> Susan, what is one achievement you've uh, accomplished this week? Well, I,
2: I'm trying to think as far as this week, but I guess if it's okay to bleed over to a little bit of last week. Sure. Yeah. Go however um, you so would like it to be. <laughs> Cause that's the only thing I think of is just like, I know I told you, uh, like offline, how I I'm getting to contribute movies for WFAA. Mm-hmm. And last Friday I got to do like, an Oscar segment with them, but it was basically Ooh. like they surprised me because they kept me like through the whole hour, just like six times, like going back and forth with me,
1: yeah. like, yes. to those, for, like
2: the categories. And I just was telling like some of my friends, I was like, it's just crazy to me. Like that is just such a to talk about the Oscars on WFAA, like, is just like a dream come true. But yeah. when I was like, like younger living, still living at my parents yeah. before I like moved out and stuff, I had a little like dream board, like gold board. And mm-hmm. one of them said like review movies for WFAA. And oh, so it's just yay. like, like
0: that was just a super dream come true. So yeah, that's, that's incredible. And then to get, I, oh, I'm so excited that they had you come back multiple times. That is like mm-hmm. such an honor. And like you, that's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Thanks. I love it. Great. Yeah. What about you, fun Yeah. All right. So my achievement is um also work related too. So uh I just got back from South by Southwest in Austin, which was very oh, funny because you did that? Yeah, I did. I went for, let's see, I went for four days, but I didn't go for the film. I went for the interactive part. Um, I had a, my company. Had a couple of events there on a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So we did mm-hmm. a very fancy dinner. And then we had a party at the Iron Cactus, which was so much fun. Because I, w- I remember when I would go for the music portion and the film portion, we'd have like our after our evening parties and they'd always take place at Iron Cactus. So to be able to like throw my own party at that venue was like really exciting. So then we had a big accelerator on our last day on Monday. And so getting all three of those things done and achieved and coming <sighs> back and still surviving uh, was my big accomplishment. I feel very, like, very proud because it's cool to get to go yeah. to South by, um, still feel like I can do all the things and then come back and survive. I yeah. keep going.
1: No, that's great. That's
0: yeah. really cool.
1: And you got to see your mom.
0: <laughs> I did. My mom came down for a few days, which was so nice. And it was great. Like we got to hang out. She got a little mini retreat vacation. She let me use her car. So I didn't have to take lifts anywhere. Mm. I could just drive myself. Nice. Could show nice. off my skills to my colleagues and be like, oh yeah, I know where everything is. Cause like, I don't, <laughs> I just know where four things in Austin are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was That's cool. Okay. It was nice. I got to go down for just a little bit, but um, always fun to go to South by. So now we're moving into our next segment, which is the anticipated spring and summer media Um, I know that this is the perfect time of year to start thinking about what you're going to be taking on your spring breaks, either if it's going to be a new book that you're interested in trying out, or maybe there's some movies or TV shows that you can load up into your uh, personal device to keep you entertained um, or help you fall back asleep if you're having struggling going to sleep Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. So (laughs) this is what we're really excited about. One of the reasons we brought Susan on was to share what movies Um, she recommends that we all take advantage of watching right now. And then Danielle and I are going to share our TV and book recommendations. So, um, Susan, we'll throw it off to you to start with what you think we should be checking out, um, in the month of April.
2: All right. Well, the month of April is actually a really good month for movies.
0: Uh, there are
2: so many films I'm excited to see. Uh, I think this one's a little like, I don't know if it's gonna be good or not, but I'm curious just because I was a Super Mario like mm-hmm. fan as a kid. Play, I mean, we still play it. But yeah. uh Super Mario Bros. The movie obviously Can't comes wait. out in April. Uh, I'm excited. I don't know how you guys. Just out of curiosity, I know there's controversy over like Chris Pratt playing the voice. <laughs> Do you guys care? Does it bother you? I mean, Voice of Mario. Uh... Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm just oversaturated by Chris Pratt at this point that I find him be, I find him to be just sort of too, too much in general. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I can't even wrap my head around the appropriation of his accenting. It's more of just like too much Chris
1: Pratt. I think that's where I come down to. I think it's like, he already did the Lego movie. Like, does he have to do Super Mario Brothers 2? But I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I think it's like an oversaturation, you know, and... I mean yeah but I love him in
0: Lego movie so I'm like exactly you know and that's a
1: really good point that's an excellent point Gwen
2: well and it's not just I think it's funny because it's not just him I mean it's it's honestly it's casting if anyone's gonna get mad at anybody it's like well don't blame Chris Pratt for taking a job Yeah, (laughs) and it's not just him because I think Luigi is voiced by uh charlie day charlie day so yeah it's gosh it's yeah. like you got you got that's funny because like it's like oh no one's talking about that they're just like yeah. chris pratt so like well, yeah. i mean he is there's a lot of chris pratt lately but i mean i'm kind of <laughs> like let me see the movie and then i'll figure yeah, it out exactly my most anticipated in april and it just premiered south by last night air I cannot wait for air. It looks so I'm good. So excited. I was a huge Michael Jordan fan as a kid. But yeah. oh, by that, not, not because of his basketball, because I like to play him face in jam. NBA jam. <laughs> and uh, I had, like, he was in, like, face jam. And I had, yeah. The yeah. only basketball card I ever had that was framed was Michael Jordan. So I, I had more like an admiration for him. Yes. Um, but either way, <laughs> I, I also, I'm a fan of Ben Affleck. I think that he actually makes really great movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed. I'm hearing that this is another great one and I cannot wait for it. Um, Paint, you guys know that one? Mm-mm. Owen Wilson? No? no. Owen Wilson basically is doing a spook oh, yeah. on that, that guy that would do the, the I forgot his real name. Um, Bob Ross.
0: Ross. Oh, Bob, no, Ross. Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross
2: he would do the painting or whatever. And so that, that looks really fun. I That'll mean, be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, showing up with Michelle Williams. I don't really know what it's about. That's yeah. Like,
0: but we're going to show up to see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's
2: just, it looks like a, uh, you know, very indie movie, but Hong Chao's in it too, who I think is just, she's that, I'm so happy she got nominated this year for Supporting mm-hmm. Actress because she was brilliant in The Whale, as she is in everything she's in. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping it's good, but it's just like a, it seems like a very indie film. Uh, Bo is Afraid is the new Ari Aster movie. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how that is. <laughs> I <laughs> honestly... Like I don't even get the trailer. It just looks like a lot of Joaquin Phoenix. And <laughs> which is not typically my favorite. No. But he's not. Yeah. That's the, that's honestly the one turnoff which I hate to say that. I'm just not a huge fan of him, but like it's he just you know, looks so miserable
0: him. all the it time. Looks miserable. Yeah, he or <laughs> he does.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, he does too, but the movie looks miserable too.
0: Yeah. But it just It's very like it's Terrence Malik failing in yeah. that way. Well,
2: yes. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so but I still want to watch it because I I enjoyed hereditary and um and Midsommar because they're just mm. such a yeah. unique filmmaker with his horror. It's a very different kind of horror. So it's like more disturbing mind warped kind of thing. Yeah. So we'll see. I honestly can't even tell you what it's about because it's like, I don't know, like <laughs> the trailer. <laughs> I don't know. And then um, are you there, God? It's Margaret. Yes. Uh, which is based on the Judy Blue book. So um, it's like a coming of age story. So really excited. I, I'm them supper for those. So mm-hmm. those are the April movies. Awesome.
0: I love it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am very excited about a new Ari Aster movie because I love Midsommar so much. Yeah. Yeah. You like that more than Hereditary? I couldn't finish Hereditary. It was really, it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> so After I just finished it. Gets- yeah. Gets
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I
0: was like there's a lot of screaming in this movie I wasn't in the right place when I was watching it I think that was my problem yeah <laughs> yeah that's so funny all right so um you know you're needing to add a couple of tv shows into this mix which I think we all are the end of March is very very busy this upcoming weekend we've got yeah. so many premieres coming up on March 26th that is when the new season of the new and final season of uh Succession drops on HBO, Mm -hmm. I am a huge fan of the show. I'm sure that anyone else who has had the pleasure of watching one moment of that family Mm -hmm. scream at each other is probably also a huge fan. so the new season, that they are going to be finishing it with this fourth season. The uh, other premiere that day is uh, Showtime's second season of Yellow Jackets, which is about a group of girls who are a soccer team who get stranded in the pretty, you know, a little north of where I am, the Canadian tundra. <laughs> um, their plane goes down on their way to Seattle and they have to survive. And then it takes place. Both in the the 19 or the 2000s with the girls in high school, and then also fast forwards to them, modern time as they're dealing with the aftermath of of what happened to them on the mountain. And then also that day, I was looking for, I was seeing that there is a new Great Expectations series Mm -hmm. that'll be premiering on Hulu um, or FX. It's kind of the same Hulu on FX. (laughs) Um, uh, But if you liked the gritty retelling of A Christmas Carol that came out a couple of years ago and Taboo, with uh, Tom Hardy this is another sort of gritty uh, reimagining of a classic story and I also am just a huge fan of Great Expectations I love any sort of iteration of that I will buckle down and watch it I am a huge huge fan but then jumping over to April um, I noticed that Martha Stewart has a new cooking show on the Roku (laughs) channel um, so if you, uh, if you have Roku, you should be able, you should be able to do this regardless. If you have um, a Roku device or not, you could probably just watch it on Roku's online network. Yeah. Um, but it's a new Martha Stewart cooking show called Martha Cooks. Um, she's going to have guests guests come on and join her to do cooking. I've always sucker for Martha's work. And I assume Snoop Dogg will also make an appearance <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, also Hulu had a new, on April 5th, Hulu had a new murder mystery show called the good mothers. Um, I couldn't find out a lot of information about this one right off the bat, but it is based off of a book. And so I wanted to grab it just for that, um, for that ability as well. Um, beef with Ali Wong was also premiering, um, on April 6th on Netflix, uh, being Netflix, I'm sure they'll drop all the episodes all at once for that. So my last April pick, which is Blow deck sailing yacht. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> premiering on, um, April 10th. Uh, it's a new se- it's a third season or fourth season of the below deck franchise set in this time just set in the Caribbean where they're going to be hanging out on a sailboat with all their drama, yelling at each other. My favorite, my favorite type of content. <laughs> <laughs> And that is there are like a- so
1: many, there's so many spinoffs of
0: below deck. I know. Like and they're then, like, almost you- like the housewives at this point. <laughs> they really, really, really are almost like the housewives at this point. And what's really crazy about it is like watching a movie like triangle of sadness. I just kept referring to it as below deck, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, That's my pick. Those are my uh, early picks for April. That's a lot. That's a lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I have some book picks. So the first one that I have is actually the very end of March it comes out on March 28th, but it's Hotel of Secrets by former Fresh Fiction podcast guest Diana Biller. Um this is like her signature um historical romance. It's set in Vienna, which is not a setting in historical romance all that often. Um it's set in like the late 1800s. It's set at this old hotel that's kind of Um, It's like make or break for this hotel. They have to either make a successful season happen or they're going to close, close down. And then kind of an American like kind of government operative comes there and he's this very buttoned up accountant who kind of gets for you know, romance reasons, he ends up, you know, <laughs> how getting involved with this hotel. And it's real. it's really, really sexy. It's beautiful. Diana is such an amazing um, storyteller. And yeah, I just, I can't, and it has one of the most stunning covers of this mm. year. Um, I'm really excited for it. So that's going to be awesome. Um, the next one is a YA novel, which I don't talk a ton about why, like YA is not my niche, but yeah. it's called Blood Debts by Terry J. Benton Walker. It is his debut. It is about these two twins. They are in New Orleans that, yeah, there's a, it's a brother and a sister. They get caught up in like blood magic. They're from a family of witches. They practice voodoo. There is just, there's a lot going on. My favorite thing about this book is the vibe of it. Like again, another stunning cover. I I'm a sucker for a beautiful cover. Um, I don't know if I should admit that or not, but I, I, I am <laughs> It's and, a work of art. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Nice. And it's like feeling. the cover, the cover on this book is the vibe of the book. It is really good. I highly recommend. I have read that one. I've read the first two. I've read the first two of those and they're really great. And then a couple that I'm just really excited about. One is The Fiance Farce by Alexandria Bellflower that comes out on April 18th. Um this is a fake you know, more than fake dating, they're fake engaged. um, And, you know, of course, real feelings get in the way um, throughout their story. And it's a sapphic romance, which is also awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Love that rep for everybody. And then my final one for April is Return to Hummingbird Way by uh, another former Fresh Fiction guest, Reese Ryan. She's one of our early guests. Um, And this is going back to her small town um, romance series. And, you know, this is kind of a second chance, but it was like, they kind of had a thing and then they hate each other. And now they're both like in a wedding back in their small town and all of those, you know, long held emotions get, get, get going again. So yeah, those are my April picks. I love it. Oh, it's
0: getting me in the mood to just (laughs) go away. (laughs) All right. So moving on to, uh, May, I know also May being right around Memorial Day, that's when we get a lot of our fun releases too. So Susan, what do you have for us in May?
2: I actually wrote down like three, but there were like bigger movies, but um, Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I think is just one of the most anticipated films of the year, just because I think that Marvel, ever since Endgame, and also the final Spider Man, the the or whatever No Way Home was really good too. But after that, these Marvel films have been very mediocre. I don't know. They yeah. just they're they're losing that spark that they had yeah. before the build up to Endgame. So I think with Guardians, it I think this is supposed to be their final movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping because of that, it will have that oomph that we've been lacking from all these releases. And honestly, marvel Marvel needs to take a break. Like yeah. we're just want to talk about oversaturation. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's where yeah. over, we're overdoing it. So but I am excited for this. Uh because I love who's
0: the who's the director on that one on um, Do you know James Dunn. James is doing it. Oh nice. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm that's why
2: people have a lot of hope for it yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm thinking he will do a great job. So, uh yes, more Chris Pratt. <laughs> I was say this this <laughs> uh segment brought to you by Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, And then there's this movie called What's Love Got to Do With It, it has Lily James. I don't know mm. if you've seen um anything I've about only seen it. Angela's.
0: <laughs> seen what? I've only seen Angela's version of What's Love Got to Do With It. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it's basically I don't know some kind of like romantic comedy about. Um, it just says in London, award-winning filmmaker documents her best friend's journey into an assisted marriage in line with his family's Pakistani heritage. In the process, she challenges her own attitude towards relationships. Done, so, sold,
0: um, love it. I'm in.
2: I'm a sucker for. I love when they bring in a different culture, and I love rom com. So uh, definitely, yeah. and I like Lily James too, and of course. Yeah the Little Mermaid live action. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm not a huge live action, these Disney live action Mm -hmm. remakes, but, but, you know, the fact that they casted Haley, is it Haley Berry?
0: Haley. I think it's Haley. I think it's Haley, Haley, not Hallie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Haley Berry. I'm like, I'm intrigued. I like the cast. I like the Mm -hmm. cast a lot. So, and also I just
1: love Little Mermaid me too i love i know me too i was just telling my daughter because we we had watched the trailer and i was like i think the little mermaid was the first movie i like went to the movies to see way back in 1989 like i think that was the first one (laughs) yeah i love that that's awesome such a great movie
0: i used to i used to lay on my parents bed and put my feet together and pretend i was a mermaid all the time. Oh yeah. I did want to be kid. a mermaid. I wanted I just... to be a mermaid so bad. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, don't it. put me in the water. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will shower. Thank you very much. I'm not sitting in your water. <laughs> I'll go in a pool.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I do go in the water, but yes, I mean, I get scared of the ocean mm-hmm. very easily. Yeah. So scary. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so for me, for May, for uh, shows that you should take a, a look at, I picked, I completely forgot to add this into my April, but it's the end of April, so we'll just let it carry into May. Um, uh, Paramount Plus, or Paramount TV, Paramount Plus, whatever they call themselves now, yeah. you know, still in business Paramount. Um, <laughs> on April 30th, they are launching the uh, reboot, reimagining, remake of Fatal Attraction, starring Lizzie yes. Kaplan and Josh Jackson. I mean... Even as I'm a scumbag, there. I'm there. Like he's just such that I, I love stuck. the movie. I um, recently re- listened to. Uh, you must remember this There's a podcast about classic Hollywood, and they did a whole. She did a whole segment on erotic cinema of the 80s and fatal attraction was one of the oh, ones yeah. that were mentioned in that. So it was just kind of like getting to see the behind the scenes drama that unfolded with that, but then also the importance of it. So getting to see that story spread out over multiple episodes will be great. And Josh Jackson is a total babe. There's no yeah. way around that. Yeah. I think
2: and I he's think- like I like him. I feel mm-hmm. like him. I love his relationship
1: with Jody Turner. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is- I'm obsessed with them. Every it time there's so a picture cute. of them, I share it in my stories and generally caption it as telling my grandkids, this was me and their grandfather. And I love it. Yeah, like, it sorry good. to my husband. Like I love no. my husband very much, but
2: <laughs> no, when I went to the critics choice awards, the yeah. whatever the year, not like whatever, not this past year, but the year before that I was standing right by them. And I kid you not, Joshua Jackson did not stop like looking at Jody Turner. Like, uh, in, at, like he just, I was like, I told my husband, I was like, that's love. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to look at someone, me that way. <laughs> find you someone who looks at you the way yeah. Joshua Jackson looks at Jodi. Cause I mean, that was in person, no cameras, nothing. He no. just looks at her like she's a God.
0: Yeah. So
2: I love. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Josh so Jackson excited. just
0: loves his partners, and I think that's like his best trait. He just really loves his partners. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Mm. Um, Speaking of romance and love and sweetness. There is a Bridgerton spinoff um, coming to Netflix called Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton Story that'll be premiering on um, May 4th. So if you are, you know, needing a little bridge between next Bridgerton episode or next actual f- true OG Bridgerton episodes, um, this will be a good bridge for you on that. And then finally, I am obsessed with this show. It is pure, like oh, like original OC. A little bit of um a little bit of gossip girl vibe to it the shows huh? called city on fire it is based off of a um book that in the mo- in the show it takes place in the early 2000s in the book it took place in the 70s but it is about a young girl who go who's found beaten and unconscious in central park um outside of a you know, central park so you've got like tons of rich people everywhere so anyone could be trying to cover up her murder for some reason Um, you've got two uh, characters that are desperately trying to hold on to their money. You've got other ones that are desperately trying to make a name for themselves, drug dealing going on everywhere. It's by Josh Schwartz. So that's why it's like soapy and dramatic. He did the OC. um, Mm -hmm. So it is just like so much fun to watch. It's on Apple TV. The first episode will be premiering on May 12th. Um, I've had a chance to see four of the eight episodes and I'm cool. like just obsessed with it. It's so good. It's just so soapy. So if you're looking for a new <laughs> soapy show, this is it. And it's got Nico Tortorella in it from younger and uh, some other stuff, but he's a total babe and he's fun to follow on Instagram. Um, you had me at
1: gossip girl. So.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know.
2: I was like, well, you had me at OC. I was like, OC, gossip girl. Yeah.
0: Or- <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me just hit all the good stuff. Cause I'm watching this yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, this is Seriously. just like that perfect, like new adult. Cause they're, you yeah. know, the college kids, but it's like that, just like mm-hmm. right out of that col- high school, college age. I love it. So into it.
1: Fabulous. All right. So I've got a few for May as well. The first one is an Island princess starts a scandal by Adriana Herrera. Um, go back and listen to Gwen and I did a recap or not really like a kind of a deep dive on the mm-hmm. first book in Adriana Herrera's Las Leona series, um, a Caribbean Heiress in Paris, which is like my favorite book title of all time. Um, and this follows another one of the kind of in that friend group, or I think they're kind of, they're like, are they sisters? There's like a, a pair of sisters and then like friends. And this one follows a woman and, you know, she has gone, she has left the Dominican Republic. She has gone to Paris or Europe. I think they have, they're they moving around kind of a bit throughout the series mm-hmm. in Europe um, during that time in the late 1880s. And this is a sapphic romance, which is really cool. And I know Adriana has spoken quite a bit about how she has wanted to write a sapphic romance for a really long time um, and specifically a sapphic romance set in, you know, in history, which I think is gonna be really cool. Um, And I, you know, and I just, I love this. I don't want to call it a trend, but I love that we're now getting more historicals specifically historical romance, featuring characters of color, featuring queer mm-hmm. characters. I just think it's so important for that representation. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is Laura Olympus volume, volume four by Rachel Smith. This is the book version of the very popular web tune. If you love Hades and Persephone, this is for you. Um, I have been, I, you know, have been following Laura Olympus for years at this point. Um, But it is really fun to see them in book form because Rachel does go in and add, she adds more content and makes some like expands on certain storylines and things like that. So I'm not exactly sure how much new content is in this particular volume, but um, it's going to be really cool. And then Mm -hmm. finally, in fact, I closed the tab because I had it open, of course, (laughs) so you can cut this out. (laughs) <laughs> um, or leave it in whatever uh, but there's there's a book coming out on May 30th it is an anthology by a bunch of great romance authors it's called even if the sky is falling so the authors in it are Taj McCoy, Farah Heron, Lane Clark, Cherish Reed, Sarah Smith and front of the pod Denise Williams oh. and basically the setup is there is like a catastrophic storm that Mm. they the people think is happening and so Mm. they do things that they may not have necessarily done because they thought the world was ending and you know and that just like sets in motion kind of these very these different like I think each on their own stories but they're all set like in the same place Mm -hmm. um and I just think it's a really cool um it's a really cool concept to have all of these really amazing, up and coming, and established romance authors, all women of color. I love um, that. You know, just like yeah. writing about what, what would you do if the world ended? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> how would that affect your romantic life? So of course, you know so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. asking the big tough questions. Yeah, uh-huh. so that should be a lot of fun. Um, a lot of those I'll like full disclosure, a lot of these authors are my friends. Um, but mm-hmm. I would be reading this book anyway.
0: Susan, do you have any June recommendations? Yes. Uh so June, we
2: have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. If you're into yes. the Love it. Spider-Verse movie. I loved it too. So can't wait for that. Elemental is coming out. That's like, I, I, I'm i not completely sure if this is a sequel to Inside Out or if it's just yeah. like a sister to the movie mm, or something, mm-hmm. because it's from the same creators. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was a big fan of Inside Out. So
0: mm-hmm. I'm still I mean, not, I'm not emotionally like recovered Pixar. from that movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is. It's it's yeah, it's good though. But uh, uh, this trailer for this movie came out I don't know a few days ago or whatever but if you saw No Hard Feelings with um, Jennifer Lawrence I am so excited for this because I don't think I've seen Jennifer Lawrence in such like a crude raunchy Mm-mm. comedy yeah uh, so <laughs> no. seeing like the Red Band trailer for this and just seeing her deal I was like oh my god I don't think I this is different That I like it like show <laughs> your versatility let's go for yeah it. um yeah because like the premise is her having I guess to date like a not a kid, I think he's at least 18, but uh, <laughs> make him lose his virginity, I think, is the goal. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Is what it seems, and let's just make him cooler. Uh, but then I think the hottest trailer that went, like, viral this week was the one called Joyride, produced yes. by Seth Rogen. That trailer looked hilarious. So good, uh, I can't wait. Awesome, like, cast. I love the beginning, and speaking of, like, The Office, like, when Roy... It's mm-hmm. like, Would you, could your daughter play with our daughter? And then they clearly adopted an Asian little mm-hmm. girl. Um, anyways, <laughs> but the start of that trailer, I think it's just like the best hook just to see the way they, they these two little girls interact with the bully.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But I mean, it just looks awesome. So, yeah, that is my.
0: And I think the somebody on that show, either the writer or the director, it wasn't, well, I guess it wasn't the director, it was involved with Crazy Race, Crazy Rich Asians. I think yes. it's the same writer. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. Connected. I'm excited about that. There's,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. That looks so good. And it has like that signature Seth Rogen raunchiness that I'm just like in for. Can't wait. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm super stoked about it. And I just think it looks like a great cast. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm just,
0: I'm here for it. Me too. Well, I only have one pick for June um, because June <laughs> is the, begin, the start of uh, award season for um, yeah. for TV shows and stuff too, yeah. but it's also the start of the end culmination of Broadway musical award shows. So the Tony yeah. Awards are in June. I love the Tonys. It's a great opportunity, especially if you don't have the chance to go to New York and see shows or even if they're touring locally. Um, you know, not everybody has the opportunity or privilege to go and do that. But the Tonys is open and free to everybody. If you have um, access to CBS, you can watch uh, all you know sh- segments and songs from every one of the Broadway shows that are being nominated this year. And don't know what they are yet, but um, hopeful that we'll get to see some good stuff. And I always love it because you get a little bit of celebrity, get a little history, and it the the producers of that show really know how to do a variety show. They constantly win. To, um, Emmy Awards for the production of the Tony so it's a really really good way to cap end and begin a new
1: award season yeah for yeah, sure.
2: sure yeah
1: awesome okay I've got a couple for June the first is to have to heist by Sarah Desai this comes out on June 13th. I am loving now this is a trend it seems like heist or like adventure romances are mm-hmm. on the um, rise. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. we've seen it with like, you know, The Lost City, like in movies, like The Lost City, mm-hmm. um, and then the upcoming, oh, gosh, the name of that, oh, Ghosted with Chris Pine. Yes. I'm not Chris Pine, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm like yeah. all over the place. Which Chris is it? It's the other one. Chris Evans, yeah, um, Evans. And, and Anna de Armas, you know, so and so this is about a woman whose friend gets accused of stealing a necklace and they have to like infiltrate the wedding of the season where the real necklace is supposed to be like it it sounds like a very good rollicking fun time Um, and then the other one You know, for the last couple of years, I don't think anyone can go anywhere without, in romance at least, without talking about Allie Hazelwood. Um, Her new book is Love Theoretically, and it is kind of her signature, you know, it's like set in the world of academia and STEM. And two people who initially butt heads have to, you know, kind of work together for a myriad of reasons. And then, of course, they fall in love. So, uh, yeah, those are two. I have not read either of these two, but I have Review copies waiting for me, which I'm very oh excited God. about. Yes. <laughs> so I'm yeah. adding to having to
0: heist straight to my list. That sounds so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've been in a, like a, I've been in that sort of like mm-hmm. heisty spy, like yeah. action adventure mood. So that's that's awesome. I'm glad to Definitely. see that the trends are going that way.
1: Yeah. Great. Well those were really awesome picks. I think we have enough to keep us busy yeah. <laughs> well into the spring and early summer. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to go over goals.
0: Um, now we're transitioning into our time where we talk about the goals that we set for ourselves last episode, Danielle, let's yeah. dive right into your goal. Cause you gave us a little sneak peek at yes. it in your accomplishments. So how did your goal go last week? Yeah. So
1: episode? yeah, like I teased already, uh, but I, so my goal very specifically was to write at least 15,000 words a week, which is roughly 2100 words a day. And yes, I did do that. I wrote more than that. And yeah. So like I was saying, hopefully over the next week, this work in progress will be close to this first draft of it will be pretty much done. My goal is to get it done. This is another goal, not even my goal for this week um, for the episode, but my, my personal writing goal is to get it done before spring break. Love it. We will see. The countdown is on. I only have, you know, six days. So, <laughs> um, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. And then my new goal this is kind of a, this is going to be one of those ongoing goals. I'll probably cheat and make it my goal again later on in the spring. Um, but it is time to start making plans mm-hmm. for my second book launch. Accidentally in Love comes out August 8th. Oh, so like if I'm going to, Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's another title. The same with the first book. I put it in like my draft and I don't totally love it, but everyone else likes it. So my editor <laughs> it's was a, like, that's it's a, the title.
2: <laughs> it appeals to me right away. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: That makes me feel better. See, now I just need to, I just need to go with my gut on these titles. Um, but yeah. And so I need, I have, I do have I'm not going to announce the exact date, but I do have like kind of a launch party in the works already. And then virtual events, doing some podcast outreach. And I have my big marketing and PR call with my publicist and marketing team at Berkeley on tomorrow, on Monday. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, so that'll, that'll be good. It's time to just like start planning or get getting ideas like, like from what I did for book one, like, what do I want to do again? What don't I want to do again? You know, that Mm -hmm, kind of stuff. mm -hmm, So mm -hmm.
0: yeah, that's my goal. And like, it sounds like an opportunity for a new calendar. It does. (laughs) Yep. You know what?
1: That makes sense. Or at least like a a separate, like a smaller planner or Mm -hmm, something, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. just book launch. Just for that,
0: for book launch stuff. (laughs) Just for that. And you'd be like, I'll go back and look at that later. (laughs) Yeah,
1: totally. (laughs) Awesome.
0: All right. So my goal last episode was to clean out my desk drawers. Um, because as I've mentioned many times we are moving (laughs) and even if we're not moving, I desperately need to do a spring clean So Cleaning out my, uh, desk drawers was my start. I did do some of that. I cleaned out my journals actually like organized all Mm -hmm. that up. Um, I have some like boxes behind me that I also organized, but my literal desk drawer, has not been touched (laughs) more than taking out the things that needed to go to South by Southwest. So it's still going, but we have to move on um, to new goals. My new goal is to take my old clothes that I have sitting in the laundry room down to recycling Mm -hmm. as part of getting rid of stuff. And as a true millennial, I have not gone to the post office to renew my passport. (laughs) I'm horrible about taking my mail and doing the things I need to do. So I'm going to also be renewing my passport this week. Because awesome. even if I want to go to Canada, I need one of those. Do yeah. That. So um, yeah. I need to get my, my passport renewed. So I'm going to get mm-hmm. that done before our next episode. Awesome. Good. And Susan, for you, do you have a goal that you like uh, us to share with us?
2: Yeah, I honestly, I would really love to keep up with like, I got jealous that you said you were walking earlier because I was like, I need to walk more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly. Need to keep up the cardio, I mean, my job entails like some, like involves some walking sometimes. Uh, and I walk around the house quite a bit, right? But like, that's yes. not enough. Like, I really would love to do a good every day at least 30 minutes yeah. of walking. Love it, I think it would be so good. So, that and then honestly, I really should eat better. It's so <laughs> hard not to just eat like crap.
0: I know uh, it's impossible, but yeah, there's just something so yummy about a cheeseburger. Hard hard to avoid it. No.
2: <laughs> like even right now, I'm like, no, what do I want for lunch? I really want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> I don't
0: blame you. Delicious. <laughs> that's when you just get the fries and the yogurt parfait. It's healthy. Oh, yeah, that's healthy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I always feel it's like the other way. It's like, I got the cheeseburger, but I didn't get the fries. So it's fine, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: My my favorite scam to myself is getting a salad and and cheese fries. I'll be like, I'm going to get this spinach salad and have cheese fries with it. Yeah. That's really (laughs) healthy. (laughs) That's so healthy. (laughs) Danielle, what has been doing you some comfort this week?
1: So I, I don't know why, but I, I don't even know where I was looking, but somewhere at some point in like the last couple of weeks, the United States postal service. Oh, that's funny. We were just talking about the post office. Mm Um, unveiled <laughs> their new they made stamps. I have them right here. So you all get show and tell. Um, they're Tony Morrison stamps. <gasps> oh, how cute! I know. And so I ordered them because I think they're just so great. And I feel like now I'm just gonna only use Tony Morrison forever stamps because yes. they're awesome. They so are yeah. awesome. And so yeah, and I sent I sent out a couple of birthday cards for some friends who have birthdays like later this month and um, got to use them. So that was fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
0: Um, so my comfort this week, the new season of top chef has returned oh. to Bravo. Um, this season they're taking, it's taking place in London and it's bringing a bunch of international top chef winners together to do a big international all star reunion. Or oh, not reunion, cool. but just like, yeah, it's really cool. So there's definitely people I know from previous American seasons, but then they've also got like middle eastern season they have middle eastern uh franchises french franchises Mm. uh brazilian franchise in there so it's really it's really cool you get a whole bunch of different personalities um i'm not sure who i'm rooting for just yet but it is definitely bringing me comfort to watch a whole bunch of fiery personality chefs uh, (laughs) stumble over each other and try to figure out how to cook together and then susan what's been bringing you comfort recently Um,
2: so uh, just like right after the Oscars were over, I, for some reason, wanted to go straight back to like nostalgia and like Mm. movies I watched when I was a kid and they have bring, bring me so much comfort. Like pretty much Disney plus is where these are at. I watched smart house. I don't know if you watched that movie (laughs) Yeah. on Disney. Um, I I watched. There's a movie called Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and uh-huh. Chevy Chase.
0: Oh uh-huh, yeah. I just
2: watched that. That movie is so good. I'm oh like Oh my gosh. It's such a good movie. I plan on watching like there's a there's a Sinbad movie I loved is it The First Kid? I loved that movie. Uh so I'm like, yep. i am like I want to rewatch that and Jungle to Jungle with um, Oh my
0: gosh. Classic.
2: I'm just like, oh, can okay, I watch George of the Jungle because of like the Renaissance going on mm-hmm. and everything? Yeah. So, like, all of those are just like bringing me back to like the days yes. when I would go. We'd go to we'd go to Tom Thumb and rent these like day movies for like ninety nine cents, mm-hmm. two day rental, or whatever. And I'd be like, and I would constantly re rent and re watch those because we didn't have the luxury <laughs> that kids have now of streaming.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that just it brings so much comfort, especially like. Now I don't have, it's not an overload of movies uh, that I have to watch. I'm just like, well, I want to watch what, mm-hmm. what brings me. I want a palate sweet. cleanser.
0: Yeah, yeah it's,
2: a, it's, exactly, it's a palate cleanser. I
0: love awesome. that. Yeah. Nostalgia is the best. <laughs> I'm it on is. the hunt for uh, airheads. I'm trying to find airheads somewhere. It's not even available oh. to purchase, I don't think. I don't really think I want to purchase mm. it though, but I really, really want to watch. <laughs> Speaking of Brandon it. Fraser. Yeah. I, like, I just really, I've wanna... been
2: on the hunt for Encino man and it's not mm. streaming anywhere. I don't want to pay for it. Like I just want to stream it. Right. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: so silly. Cause even when you pay for it, it's not even good quality. And then I'm like, I paid $3 no. for this and it looks like trash. <laughs> oh, just well. like, oh, well.
2: Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it'll come. They'll
0: come eventually. It will. It will for sure. Well, speaking of Coming to an end, this uh, episode has unfortunately yeah. gotten to the part where is the saddest where we have to say goodbye to each other. Um, but Susan, it has been such a delight having yeah. you return, visit with us. Where can um, listeners find out more about you and stay, stay in touch with you online?
2: Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh with an X uh, or my website, which is thischicksblicks.com. Awesome.
0: You can follow us on all the social medias at Fresh Fiction. You can find me at Real Vixen um, across the board. And Danielle?
1: I'm at D Jackson Books, mostly on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter. That's about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can also email us directly at podcast at freshfiction.com. And please, please subscribe, follow, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. And until next time, happy reading.